Great rice. Yeah, we back, man. David Lucas, Matt Jones, and we. That's right. We added the beautiful Haley Ray. Yes. Stressed out podcast. Thank you. Thank you. Dude, this song makes me want to oil up my abs with coconut oil. <laughs> How funny, bro. How funny. Yes, man. It was a lovely day today. How are you guys feeling? Wonderful. Feel pretty good. I'm kind of tired, you know, to be honest, but I'm good. Tired. I'm zonked. Tired. I went to sleep at 3.30. Oh, went wow. to sleep at... Are you a night owl? I am a night owl. It is a problem. Like, I am always tired in the day and then wide awake at night. Oh. I know. I'm the same way. Yeah. That's crazy, man. Mm-hmm. Uh, I-, I wanted to start the show off, man. We were talking about something before uh, at the air, and uh, we were talking about gluten. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Gluten. <laughs> like, I just don't even get... What is gluten? Well, yeah, what, what is gluten? What does it look like? Like, what is it made of? What does it do? Gluten, I believe, is what? Wheat protein? It's the stuff in bread. I feel like that's white privilege at its finest. Like, whenever you, you have, like, everything is going so well, you just blame gluten. That's you becomes your biggest foe. Exactly, like, you bro. You know what I mean? You're just like, it's the gluten. You, there's always a fad. Like, two years ago, it was kale. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I kale. I love kale. I like kale. My mom, I do, too. I was eating kale when my mom was here. She's like, you're too much for me. Yeah, she doesn't get it. She's from the South. Yeah, <laughs> yeah totally. No, people people in the Midwest and the South don't eat kale. Here, it's like marijuana. They'll have like a kale leaf tattooed on their back, you know? <laughs> it's like the consummate vegetable. Well, and avocados. <laughs> avocados. Avocados I do not eat avocados. Great. Really? No, I hate them. I, I actually hate you them, You hate too. them? I hate yeah. them, too. I don't, you hate the I don't taste or you just it. against the, the ethics of avocados? No, it's like... Guacamole to me looks like something just real nasty. I thought you were just gonna say what it represents, like because the douchiest people like guac, you know. I don't understand what extra. Oh, what's chipotle? It's like two bucks or something, Mm -hmm. and I'm like, screw Mm -hmm. you guys. I don't even understand what an avocado is. Like, what family is it in? You know. Oh, dude, it's just kind of like the outcast. It's like the goth kid of vegetables. Like, I get an apple, I get a pear, (laughs) I get a strawberry, but then you have this. Avocado with a big seed on the inside. Like. But those are fruits. It isn't avocado a vegetable. Avocados are vegetable. What's well, on avocado? A, is it on the tree? Fruit. You guys gotta stay tree? woke. I'm getting ready to blast your mind. It's on a tree, right? There's an avocado tree, right? So yeah, it's I a think fruit. so. Yeah. But does that make it a fruit just because it's yeah. a tree? Yeah. Yeah. The yeah. Illuminati just doesn't want you to realize that oh, it's a fruit. Damn. You know, it's been concealed. It's a fruit because. Uh, <laughs> what was the definition of a fruit? Something like well, anything with a seed is a fruit. Anything. Well, I think. Uh, yeah. Really? Because uh, I was so yeah, it's, it's like, that, but I don't know if it's true. It's that like vegetables sense. die, right? Vegetables you can't keep using the same stalk for vegetables; they die, something like that. I don't know. But fruit dies too. Well, like the Everything tree is still dies, there. Guys. The tree is still there. That was real. Everything <laughs> dies. Yeah, just, just waxing poetic on Tuesday morning. <laughs> Happy Halloween, guys. Happy, Happy Halloween. Halloween! It is Halloween. Woo! What yes. are you guys gonna be this year? I am being little Bo Peep. Little Bo Peep. And That's my perfect. My boyfriend is being a sheep. He's being a sheep. Yes. Oh my gosh, dominatrix style. Are you gonna flog him with a whip? Well, I actually do have a cane. It's like a big pink cane with a big bow on it, and we took some photos where I put the cane around his neck and I was like pulling him. But <laughs> and <laughs> I'm PG, PG. and I'm going to be offended. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm gonna be. An SJW. Yeah, bro. I'm He's a S- sheep. <laughs> yeah. I wanted to be. I don't know how to do it, but I wanted to be a 2004 businessman and just ask people if they're on LinkedIn. <laughs> <laughs> like going around with like a pomp out, be like, you guys on LinkedIn? What's your LinkedIn? Dude, I, <laughs> I think I get more notifications from LinkedIn than anything else. Oh, oh yeah, like... people from your past want to connect with you, everyone, right? Everyone, everyone. I don't have a LinkedIn. Maybe it's I don't because either, I'm dude. black. 
I think it is specifically a white people in their 40s <laughs> thing, you know? What is it exactly? Like a, a Facebook for business people? It's basically like your resume meets a Facebook page. Oh, wow. Yeah, pretty much. And it doesn't exist anymore, but there'll be people from my past, from like 15 years ago. It's like mm-hmm. Jerry Sanders wants to connect with you on LinkedIn. And is he really doing this or is it like a spam bot? Like ha. I think it's a, like, a select all thing. I'm okay. pretty sure. Okay. Uh, yeah. Pass. Woo. I was talking to my buddy uh, last night. He was like, uh, hey, this chick from my high school is uh, pretty funny. She makes videos now. And I was like, dude, I don't remember any. If you were not on the football team, I don't remember you. Do you guys remember anybody from high school? I haven't been out of oh, high yeah. school. I haven't been out of high school that long, but I don't. I was yeah, very, me neither. I was but. popular in high school. But I, I feel like I remember, but I was kind of friends with everyone. Same here. I was that guy too. I only knew you people know. on the football team, and if you were in my class, like you know. right, you kind of forget everybody though. Like after high school, like I mean, I I did like some of them moved on, and a lot of people I know got addicted to meth because I'm from oh. like a small town. <laughs> I know I'm from a small town that's too, like, but we didn't get addicted uh, to meth. You got to forget that you're growing up around corn, so I guess that's mm-hmm. like the best way to do it. Where you know? are you from, Haley? I am from a small island in Canada. It's called Vancouver Island, and the city is called Victoria. And it's Victoria. the capital of BC, but it's kind of a small city. British Columbia. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you wear white fencing gloves and drink tea? That sounds like very elegant. Well, actually, we have a large British population. There. Really? A lot of, <laughs> but, any, a lot any, of people go for high tea. Yeah. Any thing. Jamaicans over there in British Columbia? In, in British Columbia, Victoria is like majority white people like I think there was like three black people in my high school and they were two brothers she counted them she counted them there was like three black people in my high school they were like unicorns (laughs) legit I have like cousins and like an uncle that are black and over they came to visit and they were like where's all the black people like it was just everyone was white yeah super whitewash but that's just the island it's like you go to Vancouver and it's super diverse Right. Yeah. It's just, a white island. They're it's like, like scared they're... to come to the island. It's well, so weird. I went to school in the south, and I could count how many Hispanics we had. I think we mm-hmm. had two. And then yeah, I came out here. Yeah, bro. Were... Yeah, we we actually did. We didn't have like any. There was probably like ten black kids, and then there was maybe like one Hispanic mm-hmm. guy, and then it was like no Jewish people. You know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 I, I don't think we had any Hispanic. I had a, people. I had a few Jews at my school. No, we didn't. But the Hispanic population was very little. Then I come out here. I knew there were a lot of Hispanics in L.A. because when I went to Mexico, the guy asked me, he was like, where do you live? I said, L.A. And uh, I said, what do you know about L.A.? He said, the only thing I know is you guys have a lot of Mexicans. And that was coming from a Mexican. I'm like, damn. (laughs) It used to be Mexico. So so there there has to be that residual effect, you know what I mean? Mm Because it's like it used to be Mexico. So it's like it's crazy. We technically are in Mexico. Yeah, yeah, I didn't realize that was a thing until yeah. I moved here. What was it, the Louisiana yeah. Purchase? Yeah. Some was westward it? expansion, something. I don't know. It, I didn't pay attention. Was, California wasn't part of the Louisiana Purchase? Uh, I don't know. All I know is it was Mexico. The Lewis and Clark. Yeah. Yeah. When we expanded, like, when we did yeah. westward expansion or whatever. Los Angeles, mm-hmm. San right? Jose, Angeles. San Diego. Right? <laughs> you could end up in Mexico by accident. I did that. I ended up in Tijuana Tell that story when you tried to get a burrito. <laughs> okay, so I, so my ex-girlfriend, we used to go get these raw vegan tacos in San okay. Diego. So okay. I was at a Madhouse for one weekend, mm-hmm. and so I typed in raw vegan tacos. Okay. 
And um, I start going to this place, and I see, like, the border. It's, like, all these warning signs, like, turn around, last thing for Americans. And maybe it was, like, you know, my own, like, arrogant Americanism, but I got to the front. And I was like, don't let me turn around. I don't know why I kept driving. Mm -hmm. I just did. Mm -hmm. And I got to the front, and it was Mexican Border Patrol. And then I was like, hey, uh, yeah, I I, I didn't mean to come here. And she's like, no habla inglés. (laughs) And then I go, no, I want to turn around. And I go, I don't want to be here. And she goes, pop your trunk in perfect English. So I pop my trunk. And she starts searching through it, uh-huh. slams it. She goes, pull forward. Oh, no. And I pull forward into Tijuana. And all of a sudden, my GPS goes out. I have like 10 bucks on me. Um, I'm, I'm on a fourth of a tank of gas. Mm-hmm. And wow. my hands just start shaking. Because oh, I start thinking, I'm like 5'5". Five, five. I'm like, I'm going to get sold into like sex slavery. Because <laughs> I'd totally be little like boy a perfect toy. little twink. <laughs> that they put uh-huh. in like the chicken coops to make do weird oh, stuff yeah. to the donkeys. I can see it. But yeah, totally. You're like, <laughs> that seems like your personality. Um, so I'm, I'm like there and I'm driving around asking everybody how I get back to like basically America nobody speaks English and then finally I go San Diego and one guy goes to light make right so I go up <laughs> and I'm there and then I see like one white person in the thing and I ask her I was like hey uh, is this how you get back to San Diego and she goes oh honey she was like are you here by accident and I go yeah and she just threw her head back and cackled and there's people that are beating on the doors like dawn of the dead you wow. know like oh asking for money and stuff and then I finally get to the uh the gate and it's border patrol i show him like my passport luckily i had it in my glove compartment wow. by the grace of god That's it's like luck. i don't know how i had that yeah because i don't I carry my passport dude, i know I, I, I actually normally always don't. carry mine really yeah, yeah. Dude, i've got three on me right now dude, wait, what yeah I'll why show you. james bond like All right. Like you never know. Like, Jane Doe. Jane Bond. What if there's a zombie apocalypse and I need to run back to Canada? Like I'm prepared. I know, but why do she you need three? Check though? it out. There's one. That's the one that works. Holy shit. <laughs> yeah, legit. I swear I have three. But it was all for vegan tacos, guys. So. We have hired a Canadian spy. <laughs> guys, we didn't even realize it. Right now, we're... Like, I got all the passwords. <laughs> she was Real probably wiretapping us before we had her right. on. Like, oh gosh. I can't even explain to you how bad these photos are. This is my first one ever. I was like on my way to a dance class, and my dad pulled over to London Drugs in Canada. I was like, "You need to get your photo taken." That's amazing. Ah, you do Let look like see. a ballerina. Scary. I had, like my hair half in a bun. Like Swine the princess. You are little Bo Peep reincarnate. And then this one, real bad. Like. Oh yeah, you like you just got off of punishment. That's a problem. <laughs> oh yeah, this is a this is America's Most Wanted. That's the way I look in mine. I've got a shape. Oh okay, that's the Haley I know. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, but I carry them all. That's you pretty just phenomenal never that you know. have three. Hell yeah. Yeah, you put one in every single compartment. Mm-hmm. I'm prepared. Yeah. You've got to be, you know, especially in this day and age, you know. Something's going to happen eventually. Something's going to burst at the seams and the apocalypse like, is coming. Yeah, so. zombie apocalypse is coming. Like, yeah. Yeah. I'm getting ready. I really, you know, not to sound too conspiratorial, but I really, do you guys believe that, like, there has to be a way, like, I'm not one of those people who just lives in perpetual fear of the government, but there has to be a way that the government, like, can literally just put, like, some kind of virus in, like, a dead body's brain or, or like, in their body and mm-hmm. make them walk around. Like, I don't think that's so far-fetched. Or they could even put something you in know? our water that we drink and then we die and then we come back as zombies, right? <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. you know, like uh, Jack Nicholson after Nurse Ratchet gets a hold of him, you know, and one flew over the cuckoo's nest. Mm-hmm. Have you seen that movie? Long, long, oh, so long good. time ago. So I wanted to uh, start a discussion, and uh, we'll have some people 
actually chime in on the live. Um, a great topic that we uh, brought up today. What does it mean to talk to someone versus dating someone? Yeah, I don't get that term talking because I know you're great. not just talking. Like, I'm talking to y'all right now. Right. That's right. different. Yeah. I think it's when people say that, it's either A, you don't want to come off as desperate, you know, like saying, right. yo, we're together, right? Or it's a fear of commitment from a guy's perspective. Mm-hmm. You know, um, when you say you're talking to someone, it's just like that term relationship makes everything sound so final. Mm-hmm. We're millennials. We're like afraid of commitment, I think, mm-hmm. you know, a lot mm-hmm. of us. So I think it's like when you just say talking, it's like there's still some freedom right. involved yeah. in that. What do you guys think? Guys are scared of commitment. I'm scared. I am. A lot of guys 100%. are scared of commitment. That's why I got boost. I don't like commitment. You know, I like to go month to month. Yeah. I know. <laughs> I got boost straight mobile? talk. Boost mobile. <laughs> boost mobile. You have no Obama like, phone? That was like the yeah. new, like. No, but for I got, uh, I got AT&T. I, I like some sort of commitment. But um, I don't know. I think, uh, I don't know. Like talking, I think it's like that initial stage. Like, uh, yeah, I'm talking to her. We've been kicking it for like three, four weeks. Uh, I, I believe, like, talking is that stage. Like, there's no commitment. Uh, if you do, I don't know. Like, it's, mm-hmm. it's, it's, there's no commitment. Like, uh, don't put smiley faces and hearts and kisses under my photos. And right. That's that talking to stage. Like, what do you, like, if a girl, if during, I think the talking to stage is, like, zero to, like, three months. Okay, whoa, I feel like that's a long time. Really? I wouldn't want to run that long. Okay, well, let me say this. In L.A. I feel like within a couple weeks, I know if I want to be with you or not. In L.A., everything is sped up. Everything in L.A. Dating is sped up in L.A. because Mm -hmm. of how expensive things are. Like, you may live in a house that costs $1,800 a month. Mm -hmm. I may live in an apartment that costs $1,950 a month. And we know how everybody out here is pretty much in the entertainment industry. Yeah. So it's like in six weeks, you can literally move in with a girl. Mm-hmm. You're like, hey, I like you. You like me. We go half on this rent, $900 a person. Mm-hmm. Dude. Yeah, so. I'm about to do that in February. We People get in relationships out here because of rent prices, you know. <laughs> That's basically why they. That's basically why they get in. I don't know. I I, I just have a like a fear of losing freedom because I've noticed that a lot of times in the past, I've had like dated girls that have babied me, uh-huh. because you know like I spill like I get stains all over my clothes and everything. <laughs> so I get like this thing to where it's like uh, wash your pants up. Oh goodness. You know, and it's like I know that sounds like a nightmare up front. Like a lot of girls are like, ew, I don't want to baby you, uh-huh. but it's it's. I think I just get this fear of like being. You know what I mean? Like I said, I wear poofy jackets. I I can't be tied down. You know what I mean? I'm a nerdy white guy who dresses like a rapper. But it's like, what's the worst thing that's gonna happen? You just break up, like on to the that's, next. That's 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 harder than Isn't I it? think. I think it is because, uh, for me at least, because I have. I'm not like nice guy all the time, but like with mm-hmm. that, like I am like so scared of like hurting somebody to where it's like I can get like sucked into a relationship and I'm like damn it I don't know if I like them or not because they change my mind so quick got you you know I, what I'm saying okay. so. Aisha Hill said that talking means it won't go anywhere oh mm-hmm. wow but it's like I don't think that what if at first you're talking and then it gets serious like I can't just be serious about somebody after a couple of weeks but Haley you're a girl mm-hmm. yes yeah, so she has a different perspective when, than we do when, when a girl when a, when a girl meets a guy normally we a guy has multiple females that he's talking to, right. and one. But has... girls do too. Yeah. So so but <laughs> like so how do you know you like a, so how do you know you like a guy so fast? 
how do I, how do I know I like? Or what him? makes him stand out amongst the the rest? I mean, I think that's different for every girl. Like, for me in particular, I'm kind of a little bit of a princess. So someone that just, like, treats me like that, treats me like a queen. I'm all about – I feel like when I meet the right person, I know right away that, oh, yeah, I want to be with this person. And and see, that like, that's a little bit of the problem that I have with um, some women because I think they watch so many TV shows mm-hmm. and they have this facade of what a how a guy and – how a guy's supposed to treat him and what he's supposed to yeah. do. It's like, uh, like unrealistic. Yeah, yeah. There's, mm-hmm. there's unrealistic expectations. It's like I'm not gonna rub your feet every day. I'm not gonna make you a candlelight. But I don't even know if I'm gonna do that once a week, mm-hmm. because I'm just busy. You know, it's like there's not gonna be a candlelit bath drawn every night when you come in with a floating plate of with a floating plate of roast and potatoes and snap peas. <laughs> like, <laughs> but I think a lot of girls don't really. This is just me interpreting, but I think a lot of girls don't really want that, dude. Like, if you no. buy a girl flowers on like the third date, you're gonna be like, she's gonna think you're a pussy. <laughs> like, yeah, she's not yeah. gonna say that, but she's, she's gonna be like, you're a dork and yeah. you're creepy. That's real. You know, my Bro. boyfriend's never bought me flowers. Yeah, don't buy a girl flowers. Never. That's that's Disney made up stalker stuff. Yeah. Uh, what maybe I on, we uh, do like flowers. Eventually, <laughs> maybe like on Valentine's Day, like what we've been dating. What? Valentine's Day, it's like you should do that. Like just yeah. Even like, though it's a Hallmark holiday to men, you have to. <gasps> that is like I know, one of my favorite blasphemous. holidays. I know. I liked it in fourth grade when I got like cards, you know, mm-hmm. but and candies and candies, you know. Yeah, of course. I tell girls I don't buy flowers because they die. So I rather send you a picture of flowers that'll last forever. True. That's smart, dude. It's very smart, That's bro. That's very, very smart. That's like a picture, like you, like a photo you took, or like a. Yeah, I'd rather I'd rather send a girl a picture of a bouquet of flowers <laughs> from Ralph's with the price tag still no. on it. The exactly. picture. No. <laughs> I thought you meant like a nice painting, like a Van Gogh painting. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> or See. or give her a bag of flour, like the flour you cook with. Oh <laughs> yeah, like technically <laughs> a couple of them, a couple bags, and be like it's flowers. Or what about you know? those edible arrangements? Edible like, arrangements are for like suckers. What? No, I just play. I love that. I sent my mom edible arrangements. I sent my mom edible yeah. arrangements, too. She was like, you know I'm on a diet? I'm like, Mom, that's why you're not married. You're so ungrateful. <laughs> a guy can't just... I send you... Every year when I send my mom something, she's like, why did you send me that? Like, Oh, dude, that's the most you. annoying thing. Is is somebody that you do stuff for that's just totally ungrateful? Mm. Have you ever have you ever been in a relationship like that where mm. it's like you do something and it's like that that and yeah. they don't even like they're not like grateful I think for friendships like what I've had like that. Sure. You've had friendships, mm-hmm. yeah, mm-hmm. but you wouldn't let yourself get into that relationship. That's no. sort of like a hazard. I'm very picky. You know? Very yeah. picky. Yeah, that's good. You should be. You know, of especially course. as a girl, because it's like. You have like a million guys that are coming up to like all girls do that are like, hey, touch me where I pee. There's I feel like bad a for million creeps. I feel are, bad you know? for girls. Well, I do too. I, feel. I think it's not a, a million guys. It's like that one percent of guys that are like the super like outgoing, but they're like too much, like in your face, overly confident. We only hear from those guys. And then all the guys that are like sweet and nice and shy, we don't hear from them because they're too afraid to come to us. Right, right, right. They're, they're too afraid, afraid of rejection. Yeah, they're scared, but yeah. they're gonna come off like they're creepy. And a lot of yeah. women don't realize how they walk around, how their faces are. You know, yeah, like there are bitch face. Yes, there, the phone. there are a lot of nice. I know a lot of nice girls that I would never approach just because of how they look. Mm-hmm. And it's like you look mean as hell. <laughs> yeah, so, your oh. face says a lot. Dude. It does. You know, I one time I like because I 
I started approaching girls like in my 20s, and I remember one time I approached a girl in Ralph's, okay? Wasn't creepy about it. I know a lot of times in grocery stores, girls are like, oh gosh. You no, know, I like, think that's a But like, I, I have like, and this has only happened to me once, and I used to approach mm-hmm. a lot of girls, but I went up to a girl and just talked to her. I wasn't creepy. I'm like very self-aware. Like, and she was like, no. And, and so I just backed off, Whoa. okay? She was like, no, right from the get-go mm-hmm. as soon as I talked to her. And so I backed off, and she told the manager what? that I approached her. No lie. I'm not even kidding. This was in Ralph's. And I remember the manager came up to me and goes, are you harassing my customers? Like, oh, no. I just said said hey to a girl what and city? just talked to her. Like this was in Van Nuys. So Van, What? I mean, per, The pretension in the Van pretension. Nuys. You're in Van Nuys. Your Van standard Ni- should be a negative 70. What, what store was you know? it? You said it was Ralph's. Ralph's. It was Ralph's, Ralph's in Wooden. Van Nuys. And wow. I wasn't creepy. I wasn't like, hey, you're hot. Like, I just, I carried on a conversation. I wasn't iron or up and down or anything, you know? I can see if you were yeah. at Gelson's in Beverly Hills, but Rouse in Van Nuys. But still, though, dude, like, Gelson's in Beverly Hills, as long as you're not creepy. No, but the thing you... is, I can see somebody being easily offended. But in Van Nuys, yeah. it's like, Van Nuys has a reputation of being a little rough, mm-hmm. you know? Like, uh-huh. so it's like, okay, you're over here in Van Nuys, right. so... You know what's funny? I know. I I'm a Van Nuys catch. I kind of experienced that story, but from the other side, and it went completely the other way. In what way? So when I first moved here, I lived in Anaheim. It was like my first day. Like mm. I arrived the 27th of December, and it was 28th. The day before like, my birthday, 28th oh, of December. It's oh, my you're birthday. the 28th of December? The Capricorn. So cool. Oh, my sister's the 29th. Nice. So cool. Capricorns. You guys our are parents were so many Capricorns. Our parents were getting it on in uh, what, March? February? End know. of February? I don't like to think about Valentine's that. Valentine's Day, baby. But anyways, <laughs> I'm in a Target. I'm trying to buy like a futon or something I can sleep on. I right. have furniture. I was literally living in my friend's dining room. <sighs> and this guy, I think his name was Randy. He came over and he just started. Randy? Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Randy. Already sounds like a creep. No, no. He's actually Randy. super nice. And he was like being so helpful. And the thing was, he was wearing a red shirt and khaki pants. So I thought he worked at Target because that's like they can just wow. wear any red topping. <laughs> and this that's guy funny. must have helped me for about an hour go around the store and fill my uh-huh. car with just like some like plastic drawers and just basics I'm going to need to like get set up for the first time in California. And I like go to checkout and then that's when I realized that he didn't even work there because he was going to checkout too. And I was like, <laughs> Wait, what? But I literally knew one person in California and New Year's Eve was a couple days away. Right. And uh, he invited me to a New Year's Eve party. And so mm. it was awesome. I went to that party and then I met like four other people at that party. And that was like my first group of friends. And it kind of changed oh. everything. One of them even gave me my first car in L.A. It was, wow. They gave you a car. It was a crappy car, a car, but it was my first Jesus. car. It was Jeez, like, little <laughs> people. You got swag. It was a 93 Geo Metro. And I had my name painted on the back. <laughs> yeah. It was half Did you have Beanie Babies white. in the rearview window? <laughs> no, but I had uh, like seat covers because these were so po- like pulled around. The seat covers were pink and my name was stitched into them. No uh, joke. That is so, so awesome. That one like that one interaction kind of was like a domino effect right, of all these exactly. awesome things that set me up for success in California. Exactly. Yeah. Because yeah. you came to LA or Cali with the, the right energy. I guess. And every, right. everything just aligned. Right? A lot of people don't have that. You're you never don't come off. I don't think any of us are like that entitled person, but it's mm-hmm. like that entitlement that some people come to LA with because their parents gave them everything or they don't mm-hmm. know adversity or whatever it is, that can be like the craziest thing, right. you know, as long as you don't come with that. So yeah. <laughs> speaking of David energy, I was in <laughs> this is a funny story. I was in court last week. <laughs> yeah. Oh, fight, what'd you do, dude? Fighting a traffic fighting a traffic oh, ticket. Okay. Ah. And um, Was it a red light ticket? No, no, no. Okay, it was in good. Torrance. 
PSA, you don't need to fight the red light right, tickets. Oh, no, you just don't answer. Rip them up, throw them out, you never right, got exactly. David, tell that story about why you don't need to fight red light. You're the one who told me I can't that. tell it on air. You can't? Oh, Wait, okay. continue with your first story. All right, so yeah. I, I was uh, in Torrance fighting a uh, traffic ticket, and I was complaining. I was like, dude, 600 and some odd dollars for speeding or whatnot. Whoa. And the dude, uh, I was like, and me and this guy who was sitting next to me, we started talking. He's like, what happened? I was like, yeah, I was about to get on the interstate when they pulled me over. And he was like, think about this, bro. That $600 ticket could have saved your life. He was like, you never know. Mm-hmm. And I was like, bro, I, like, I really don't care. I'm paying $600. Right. You know what I'm saying? Death would have been better at this point. <laughs> <laughs> like, bro, tickets in L.A. will literally bankrupt you. Oh, dude. Oh, yeah. Yes. Yeah. 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 <laughs> One red light ticket is like five hundred bucks. It's crazy. I see, I live like right at an intersection where they have one of those, and it's going up all day every day. Haley Ray lives in Beverly Hills, you guys. Oh my gosh, <laughs> socialite. Oh my right, god. Right. Yeah, yeah. I feel like they wouldn't give as much tickets there. The worst I ever had was when I lived in Koreatown. This oh is the Jesus! Oh, I got this is the saddest Korea. shit ever. So I got a, I got a <laughs> ticket from a bike cop. Like this guy, like literally, what? I could have just ran him over. I was in my Camry that was yeah. like the size of battalion tank and this guy just burns out like he does like on on his bicycle he's he has a mountain bike he's a bike cop and he swerves (laughs) over because i go down the wrong road and he like like burns out like a junior high kid like (laughs) and twists his bike around and then holds up his hand like stop he was about to ask you for lunch money like what's (laughs) yeah i know like arrest you and throw you on the bike yeah, I know, right? He puts me in like his like ET like flower basket on put, the front yeah. of his Put you in handcuffs and tell you to sit on the handlebars. Yeah. <laughs> He's got pegs on the back. He's like, yeah, just get on. Hold my shoulders. We going in. <laughs> and then just he has like a seat belt that it ties to my back. Oh, gosh. Yeah. That's funny, wow. man. But uh, yeah, that was a low point. That was a low point in my yeah, life. You pulled know? over by a bike cop. By Korea, a bike cop. I, I think Koreatown is like the intro into Los Angeles. Like that's where I first moved when I came. Oh here. yeah, dude. You and I were yeah, there for Jesus, a year. We, a year thank God for Studio City. <laughs> yeah, I mean Van Nuys is worse than Koreatown. So no, it's I've not, bro. No, dude. I've no. lived. Yes, it is. I think I've, I've lived seen, at both. Like, the worst of the worst in Korea. Van Nuys. Wow. Everybody looks like Jeffrey Dahmer. Like they have big, <laughs> thick bottle coat glasses and. There's there's decent parts of Van Nuys. I haven't seen them. It's all literally hell on earth. It's funny, like, before I moved here, I was actually warned about Van Nuys. Really? <laughs> yeah. It's gross. Damn. I was, but, I mean, I haven't had that like, personal experience there. It's like, yeah. look, you see that over there across the 101? That's Van Nuys. <laughs> you see that flame, <laughs> that big fire that's just burning high into the heavens? That's Van Nuys. Satan's already started his apocalypse there. No, yeah, Van Nuys, man. Gross. You know, I love L.A., though. I love that it's, like this huge city but it's all these it's really all these tiny cities put together yes. each one has its own like personality and vibe and mm-hmm. a lot of municipal cities inside of Los like people like it, only in LA do you have to explain where you live right. oh, I live in LA where do you live oh, I live in the valley I live in Studio City to be exact mm-hmm. Valley Village <laughs> you yeah, know right. what part of Beverly Hills you live in yeah, like, right. yeah. Yeah, the valley's pretty big inside of Los Angeles there's what Compton Watts Linwood uh, Hollywood Inglewood, yeah, um, South Central, yeah, Koreatown, Venice, West Venice. Hollywood, yes, West East Hollywood. Hollywood. What do you guys think of Venice? Uh, it's real great people watching. Yeah, it's it is because it's a lot of white people with dreadlocks or like <laughs> there's dudes with like backwards hats that like believe in chakras. You know, that's kind of like the 
that's the epitome. Oh, it's so Venice. crazy in Venice, Venice because it's like as soon as you cross that little threshold and enter Santa Monica, it's totally different. Totally different. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Santa Monica's white people on bicycles. Yeah, but, but it's so cr- because it's like it's this close together. But as soon as you cross that line where it says Santa Monica uh, Beach, I know, right? It's the weird. It's like like is there oil right here where you guys can't pass over? Right. It's Actually, like Narnia. You walk in, it's like whoa, it changed. <laughs> Me and Matt. Uh, early on in our career, we did comedy on Venice Beach. It oh. was. How <laughs> Oh my it gosh, we got crazy. In, almost gotten fist fights with homeless people. Yes, Whoa. I pushed the yes. homeless guy to the ground because he, he flung blood on. He he, he told <laughs> he told me it was angel blood. Oh my goodness. Oh, he said his name was Scott, and he was like, "Yeah, he's like I'm an archangel." Wow. And then he tried to fling blood on David, and David just snapped. Yes, oh I, I got a, I got a real, but I, I have a real bad temper. Ever since I had my daughter, it's calmed down. But mm-hmm. I have a pretty bad temper. And, I had to calm me down. I'm like, I can't do anything. I'm like the size of a baby. <laughs> baby. But and, and then we were doing jokes, and they decided mm-hmm. to play guitars. Like, let's drown them out, and started playing like shitty what? music. Yeah, their guitar was like it was literally like the shittiest guitar ever. It was like a Kleenex yeah. box with rubber bands on it with a stick sticking in it. Hey, I used to have one of those. Really? Yeah. I Did you? I definitely made it. A Cracker Barrel guitar? Have yeah. you had a Cracker Barrel? Do you guys have that yeah. in Canada? No, but I know what it is. I've been to one. It's a redneck restaurant for right? sure. And they have know? little, 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 like, little toy cracker shop. things too, right? You can buy like the little boxes. Yeah, they have all yeah. kinds of weird, you know, Oregon Trail mm-hmm. treats, you know. Um, but yeah, David, he snapped on this guy, I remember. And it was like so funny. And there was a guy who kicked over our tip jar. And I like kicked him in the back <laughs> of the leg. Because I was just yeah. like... Yeah. It was like they were pissing us off. Yeah, but it's 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 crazy. Like if you try to perform on Venice, it's real mm. territorial. My, oh yeah, it's like the, gang. The first time my parents came to visit me in LA, I took them to Venice. Yeah, kind of a mistake. There was a lady who was kind of standing outside of her porch area, and she was advertising she was a psychic. And my mom got mm. super excited. She's like, "Let's go to the psychic. Go to the psychic." <laughs> and my dad has a lot of anxiety. He says, "I'm not going to the psychic." He's against that, and so. He said he'd wait outside for us. And we go in. We're only in for a couple minutes, and it's it's total bogus bullshit. And we walk out, and my dad's gone. And so we're like, well, maybe he just kept walking. So oh. we start walking, and I guess we somehow missed each other. And he went into total panic mode. He go, barges into this lady's place, this elderly lady. He's looking for us, and he's, he thinks that we've either been kidnapped or she's holding us hostage. And he just went totally wall on this girl. And yeah. I felt I so did, bad. I would have did the same. I have anxiety like that. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah I don't yeah. go to psychics either. They scare me a little bit, uh, yeah. you know. My anxiety takes me into the upside down like Stranger Things. <laughs> 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 yeah, yeah. Yeah. Have you guys seen the new season? We yeah. don't want to. No, I've, sta- I've started, started watching it. No. It's phenomenal. I like it better than the first season. Oh, really? I'm not going to give any spoiler oh, alerts because I'm not an asshole. Okay. Yeah. But um, I, know I, I, I watched it. All the way, but when I have all the a, way through, yeah. it's great. When I have a panic attack, I feel like I'm wheeled and upside down. Bro. <laughs> I know because oh you my, can't control it. My right? world right? slows down. Totally. <laughs> You're like For down sure. there, you know. It's around. There's worms coming after you. Mm-hmm. Anxiety is a lot like that. Do you have anxiety? Real bad anxiety. I've had anxiety. I've had depression. I've had OCD. Like real. Oh, bad. OCD like a mofo. Me uh-huh. too. I had yeah. it really bad growing up. Yeah, when I was when I first had anxiety, uh, and when I, when I first started, I had panic attacks and anxiety in college. 
I used to have like this little, I don't know what you would call it. It's like a little saying I had to say. And if I felt like I didn't say it like a thousand times a day, like I'd be yes. doomed. What was the saying? It's like, thank you, God. Please Something like that. <laughs> Dude, I know exactly what yeah, you're saying. It, it, it didn't make any sense. Uh-huh. I'd just be saying, like, Mama, just please, God, help me right now. Thank you, God. Okay, <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> it sounds like your little routine. Yeah, I had yeah. to, yeah, to have a routine. I get some that. I'm happen. very yes. routine. Yes. Like, the way I get ready in the morning and the way I get ready for bed. Mm-hmm. And like the way mm-hmm. I shower and the way I make my bed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm very OCD about that. And if I can't like complete those tasks in that order, I have a total anxiety break. Oh, yeah, because it's, it's about bad. control. Like, yeah, I had OCD control. really bad growing up. I had to make the noise, hey, like no lie. <laughs> and I had to make that Whoa. noise. Hilarious. And my mom knew that it was OCD. And one time she's like, honey, you don't have to do that. <laughs> so I went upstairs and buried my face in a pillow and I was like, hey, hey, because I had to do it like three oh times. So I would do it like while uh-huh. watching a movie and I'd yeah. cover my mouth. Yeah. Just insane lunacy. Like I thought like my dog would get breast cancer or something. Just something bad totally. would happen. It's interesting you know? how it, it, it can come out in so many different forms. Like for me, yeah. I remember I would put like all the shampoo bottles in the, in the tub, like in the bathroom. Oh, and like I'd have to unwrap all the soaps and like all the soap had to be in there. And it that's didn't hilarious. make sense. It didn't make no hilarious. sense. Yeah. Yeah. That's funny. When I, when, when I was Thank a kid, <laughs> <laughs> I love that. When I was a kid, like I, like anxiety is one of those things. It's still like, it's not new, but when I first got diagnosed with it, well, when I first found out what anxiety was, the doctors didn't know. Like I pretty much mm-hmm. through my own research found out what it was. Mm-hmm. And, totally. Uh, and I used to be terrified of a lot. Now, I wouldn't say terrified, but I feel like a lot of stuff was just, I, I couldn't do it. You know, mm-hmm. like I've never been a person to like to be around a lot of people, you know, right. like okay. <clears throat> even when I do my comedy shows, I go outside. Like I don't, People are like, oh, you don't, why you don't stick around and watch the comedy? And it's not that. I have anxiety. I have panic attacks. I get claustrophobic. I hate elevators. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But I love airplanes. It's so crazy. Yeah. You know, like, I don't get yeah. anxiety on airplanes. That's right. good. Because <laughs> you need really that good. for your career, you exactly. know? Exactly. Yeah. Dude, I, I know what you're saying. Like, it's, uh, there comes a point, too, with anxiety, you kind of just have to, like, be like, okay, it's just a feeling. Right. I, I think really the reason when people quote unquote have anxiety, they're more so everybody has anxious feelings, but I think people with anxiety are just so attached to it. And right. they're like, oh my gosh, I'm dying. Because right. I used to be so obsessed with trying to get rid of it. Like I did, when I moved out here in 2010, you can ask David, um, I was like, I would go out at night and I do stand up, but mm-hmm. all day long because I saved up some money so I didn't have to work that much. Mm-hmm. I would just do hypnotherapy for like four hours. Yeah, I downloaded oh. all these things. Yeah, I was doing hypnosis for four <laughs> hours a day just so I could feel normal. And like then I'd go out and do stand-up. Like no, by, by himself. By, by, by myself. Because <laughs> okay. I, learned, I learned, I made my own hypnos- hypnosis recordings what? and I put myself into a hypnotic induction because really? I knew how to relax myself totally. And then like I would say stuff. I would say shit on the hypnosis recordings like, you are a beast on stage. And I would just be like, Passing wow. out. I messed around I and let I messed, I messed around and let Matt make me a hypnosis tape for uh, to quit smoking, I, oh. and it worked. <laughs> worked. My mom did that. It worked yeah, though, it dude. Worked for her too, one time. Yeah. yeah, she quit. 
it works, right? I quit smoking and I broke up with my girlfriend. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Dude, you, you need to stop listening to my ass, dude. <laughs> Remember when we were joking around? I was like, David, I got a job for you. And he started working there. And he, I'm like, dude, you lost everything. Listen to <laughs> the dog, the house, the wife. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like you need to stop listening to that white dog. No, it's fake. It's fake. It's fake. We're just joking. Yeah, yeah. It's not real. No, uh, don't feel the bad dog? for me. Like, no, no, no. no, I didn't have a dog. But this oh, is okay. like, you know. <laughs> well, you did at one point, but it wasn't because of me that you oh, lost yeah, it. Yeah. That dog was a bad that dog. dog. It was what bad. Kind of dog? It was uh, I don't know. Like big dog, little dog. It was a small little... dog. Oh okay. Nyla was her name. Nyla. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Did you and name her? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. It was a small, like maybe Bichon poo, something uh-huh. like that. Black. Yeah. With a white spot under her, and that oh. dog was just terrible. Oh, like what? She bite you and bark? No, she what? just had too much energy. Oh, because she's a puppy. Yeah, but Matt spent the night in my house <laughs> so one night. Right? I love animals. <laughs> I do too, actually. One but. of my like dreams. I have some different entrepreneurial aspirations, but one of my other dreams is that I want to have like a huge like dog sanctuary, or animal sanctuary. And just you know how like they're always putting them down in like the, the uh-huh. shelters. I would just instead of that happening, like just on that last day, instead of them getting put down, we come pick them up and then. Let them run free on like a whole bunch of land in Malibu. Whole lot of kibbles oh, and bits. Yeah. <laughs> it's because they have one of those in, in South America. There's like just hundreds of dogs just like running free. Uh-huh. I bet it stank mm-hmm. as hell. And people oh, go probably. there. <laughs> probably smells like a nursing home. Oh, bro. A lot of dogs together. I remember I had to pick my dog up from the pound before. It stank. I couldn't wait to get out of there. Oh, yeah. Mm, I spent so much time there recently. It's so sad. I love animals. I love wiener dogs. I used to oh, be like, yeah. I want to jump into a pool full of wiener yeah. dogs, but then I realized I'd kill a few of them. Yeah. Like, if I just. Yeah. My I sister like them, wants one of those. She wants to put glasses on it and name it Professor. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're just, they're not, it's it's a, it's a hybrid. Like, they, they're not a natural, what's the word, like right. dog. Like, people bred them together. Mm-hmm. I mean, they look like a little semi truck with little nubs for feet. You yeah. know, like, I feel like those kind of looking. dogs serve no purpose. They really don't, dude. They can't protect you. They can't. They're literally like. I'm a practical guy. They take away anxiety. That's their purpose. They yeah, they're just happy. unconditional love. Yeah. You know? Uh-huh. I'm a practical guy. If I get a dog, it needs to serve a purpose. Like, like what? Protection? Yeah, like I, I'm going to get a uh, a Belgian Malinois. I don't even know what that is. Those are the dogs that the FBI use. Oh. Yeah, they're like the smaller version of the German Shepherd, but a, oh, lot, wow. more, a lot more athletic. Like they can jump an eight foot fence. I love Whoa. big dogs, dude. Yeah. yeah, me too. Huskies. Huskies are where it's at, too. Yeah. Um, it's weird because it's like, uh, I, I like pit bulls, too, but like people are insane about pit bulls. I, I did a tweet one time about, I go, no one who owns a pit bull's crushing life. And, and then on Facebook, and, and people were freaking out. They're like, I love pits. And it's like, sorry that I insulted your lawyer. I used to have a pit, pit bull. bull. Did you really? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. They're good dogs, dude. Until it's I moved just... into an apartment that didn't allow it. So. It's sad oh, yeah. because there's like you go to the shelters and there's like ninety percent like pit bulls. Yep. It's all. Oh pit yeah, bulls. yeah, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> I heard they were like overbred, like in the nineties and early two thousands yeah. in L.A. A lot of people associate pit bulls with like black people, but they don't know that the pit bull breed was started in London, England. Mm-hmm. Really? Well, yeah. dude, it's a lot of rednecks that have pit bulls in the South too. You know? Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, white people yeah. in general like animals. Oh, dude, more than people. Yeah, yeah, they do. They do. Like, yeah. I don't. I don't mess with wildlife like that. Like, you would never hear about David uh, swimming with dolphins or. or <laughs> yeah, or dude, pet- I can't magical. picture you doing that. Nah, or petting a stingray. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> oh yeah, 
I love animals, but not at the. I still realize that animals they have a survival instinct that takes precedence over their like um like you know their emotional you know intelligence mm-hmm. or whatever. Yeah. So it's like when people are like, "Oh no, my cat or my dog loves me more than anyone in my life." It's like it's still an animal. You know what I mean? It doesn't have the same capabilities as right. a person. And you say that to the wrong person. They're like, how the hell would you know? No, and it's that's like, well, because it's shitting like, all over the rug and it sees in black and white. I've that's heard, how I know. I've like, heard nasty stories about like elderly people passing away. This is going to get real nasty. And then no one finds them for a long time and they start to, like, you know, decay. And then their animals in the house start eating them. Yeah, that's, that's what like, they get. They need to survive. <laughs> they like, got to well, survive. The person yeah. feeding me is dead, so I'm going to eat that person. Yeah. Yeah. It's gross, but it's true. That's, I know. That's what they'll do. Yeah, and they're they're great companions, but don't act like they love you more than a human being can, you know? Mm-hmm. I think it's because animals can't reject you. I think that's what it is. You know, people are like, this animal's so dependent on me, it can't reject me. That's our, our ultimate dream I of mean, a human. I mean, I felt rejected when I'm, like, calling a puppy or a kitty, and then it just doesn't come, or it just, like, walks the other way and pretends it doesn't hear me. Yeah, it's like oh, an asshole. It feels rejection, yeah. One of our yeah. listeners brought up a good point. Uh, Jeffrey Keller, he was talking about how humans are, like... They'll pay 10k to get something fixed on a dog, but will look or step over a homeless person. And oh, I, f- I so find oh, that absolutely. I find that I yeah. find that to be a real big problem. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Totally. We just fully ignore homeless people. Yeah. It's like they're like just zombies. Yes. Especially when you don't have money sometimes, because I think other people are like, crap, I want to help this person, but I don't have any money, so I'm not going to make eye contact yeah, with them. money doesn't solve the problem. It's like they need food, they need healthcare, they need shelter. They need a lot of things. Money just gets them more drugs. Yeah, well, I mean, a lot of I only buy them food. I give them yeah. money. I'm like, screw it. It's that's oh, it's it's up to them what they do with it. You know, it's like I, I buy food. I don't I don't do. Mm-hmm. When yeah. I when I first moved to LA, um, I had a <laughs> I, I learned how uh, picky these homeless people are in LA. <laughs> oh, I yeah. uh, I was at Carl's Jr. You mm-hmm. can tell I was in a bad place in life. I was eating at Carl's Jr. I wouldn't even look at Carl's Jr. Dude, now. I love Carl's Jr. Really? Uh, yes. no. it's yeah. Like I don't plan B in food form. <laughs> <laughs> but I was at Carl's Jr. and I was uh this guy was like, Man, I'm hungry as hell, man. If you can just give me five dollars. I said, I'm not gonna give you five dollars, but I'm going in Carl's Jr., I'll buy you something. Mm-hmm. So I went and ordered my food and I was like, Yeah, um, give him, you know, the the cheeseburger, whatever, whatever. And he was like, hey, man, for uh, two more dollars, you can get a fry and a drink with it. And I was like, you picky motherfucker. Oh, my gosh, yeah. Are you hungry yeah. or not? Like, right. get, get out of my... I had that exact same experience. My friend Kara, there was someone outside Burger King. Mm-hmm. They wanted food. And we came out, and we gave them the fries, and we gave them the burger. And she wanted to keep the drink for herself. And the writer, they go, where's my drink? It's like, <laughs> not even a thank you. Yeah, Just man. a where's my drink. I know it, it. It's insane. It's like I'm not your mom or your dad. You know, mm-hmm. like it's it's like just ingratitude. But it's weird. Like it, it, for whatever reason, basically the homeless shelters out here are Seven Eleven. We have at Seven Eleven. There's these guys Always. who like open the door <laughs> yeah. involuntarily in Koreatown. In Koreatown at Seven yeah. Eleven, that what they'll do is they'll open the door for you, and you have no say. Mm-hmm. And it's like it's like. Uh, thanks. And then, like, they'll come out in the back. Hey, are you going to give me money for opening the door? And it's like, dude, I didn't ask you to open yeah. the door yeah. for me. Next oh. thing you know, they're going to have valet. They're going to be like, just pull right here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, some guy in sweatpants. Car. That's funny, dude. And I feel like when your credit card is denied at 7-Eleven, you just start opening doors for people and you can't leave. It's like The Shining. You get Bro, stuck there. you should there. never have yeah. a credit card denied at 7-Eleven. They take EBT. 
Dude, I know. Seven Eleven. we don't even really know what it is. Like, I don't know how they're paying the overhead with, like, nerds roping lottery cards. Like, that place is like, what is 7-Eleven? Because they don't even serve, they don't even give you gas. Right, yeah. You know what I mean? It it, it is really weird. It's like a convenience Some 7-Elevens do have gas stations. There was one in Van Nuys, actually, that does. Yeah. But, I mean, 7-Eleven is cool. It stays open all night, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I don't know what the 7 or the 11 stands for. I get the seven, yeah. seven days a week. But what does the 11 stand for? 11 hours a day. 11 hours a day. Maybe I mean, there's like one hour they close. No. Eleven, yeah. 11 flavors of poverty. <laughs> <laughs> I used to have a joke about how 7-Eleven is Whole Foods for Cholos. Oh, oh dear. <laughs> I mean, I'll be honest, like, I've definitely had their bean and cheese burrito a few times. Like that I've never eaten food. Oh, that heat lamp yeah. food I've scares had, me. Had, it's no, it's not the heat lamp food. You get it in the freezer. And you put oh, it in the freezer. those, those. You put yeah, it in yeah, the microwave. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I've, I'm like on the run and I'm starving and it's like way too much traffic to make it all the way home, but I don't have time to go to a restaurant. Uh-huh. I've had that a couple times. Yeah. When I used yeah. to live in uh, North Hollywood, um, I had a neighbor who worked at 7-Eleven mm-hmm. and he would uh, bring like a bag of stuff that he stole from 7-Eleven like look man you get these sandwiches for 75 cents mm-hmm. I'm like bro I wouldn't buy this shit when it was fresh yet alone <laughs> <laughs> when it's old I know. <laughs> big, big nope for <laughs> me. Dude, even their fruit tastes nasty I bought I some watermelon it, from oh, there I, one time and I'm like it feels like it's covered in like breadcrumbs or something. I'm like, this watermelon's sick. <laughs> like 7-Eleven is just naturally oh gross, you know. Mm-hmm. But hey, I still shop there. It's I get 24 peanuts. hours. You know, it's you 24 know? hours. We don't you, have enough 24-hour places. We really don't. But right. what's crazy is Crave. it never closes. What's Crave? How crazy is that? Crave Cafe. Crave's 24 hours? I've never yeah. been there. I never For heard real? of that. Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. And it's like health food, too. Yeah, really? They're, they're in the valley. Oh, they got, I need to they go that's what's valley. very weird. They got BS food and health food. I need to get to the valley. Yeah. You live Denny's in yeah, Beverly too. Hills. I don't yeah. see anything in Beverly Hills. Beverly Hills is like a small town in the middle of yeah. the, Everything closes down by like 8 o'clock. 8 o'clock. Yeah. Like, and it's very bougie. Yeah. Yeah. You, know? you can't just like go get a quick bite somewhere. It's no. Like you got to put on your makeup. I like that hair. restaurant um, on um, Rodeo. Rodeo, uh, what is it called? Uh, There's a lot on there. It's it's called Rodeo. It's oh, called, okay. It's at the top right there uh, by the Lanvin store. I've never been there. I think I've Rodeo out. and what is that, Wilshire? You know that restaurant and the hotel? Rodeo and Wilshire? Yeah, I think that's Wilshire. But it's a, it's a restaurant. It's like at the top of the hill, uh, right? And then there's uh, Louis across the street and... Oh, I know where the Louis store is. Yeah, yeah. Hmm, I don't know. Check it out. But Crave, yeah, I gotta oh. check that out for sure because when I think 24 hours, it's like fast food or like a Denny's or an IHOP. Like, what are your options? <laughs> Jeff Keller said Kitchen 24. Where is Kitchen 24? I've never been there. Kits, uh, the, I know of Kitchen, like the clothing store. No, Kitchen. Kitchen, oh, kitchen 20, 24. Yeah, I've never been there. No, ask him where it is. Jeff where, Keller, where is it? Where is, where is it at, Jeff? TP. Fa- Facebook Live or is Periscope? Yeah, Facebook. Yeah. Cool. We uh, should get them all going, like Facebook. Periscope, yeah, we should. Yeah, we got Twitch. to. Twitch. Oh, it's on Sunset. Sunset and Vine. They, they, Sunset and Vine. That's not too far from Beverly Hills. No, no. It's Hollywood. That's closer to where we are now, though. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we are. Uh, 
waiting for Matt to come yeah, back. He like, had to Matt. he had to go relieve himself. <laughs> he has the bladder of a two year old. I do too. I just hold. Just <laughs> don't think about it. That's why I don't drink water before the show. Like I know myself. That's the only reason I don't drink the eight glass of water day because it's like when I do, it's like I constantly have to go pee. And it's just like when I get on a flight, I try to limit. Oh, yeah. When I get on a flight, I try to limit my mm-hmm. uh, liquid intake because I already know them bathrooms are small. Yeah, and I have to be, like, on the <clears> aisle. Like, right. I'm not the person that wants the window seat because I want to be able to get up and walk around whenever I want. Yeah. I don't want to have to, like, ask the people next to me to get up or wake up so I can squeeze past exactly. them. Exactly. I'm, I'm, I'm over 240, and I think if you're over 240, mm-hmm. you should definitely mandatory, it should be mandatory that you take the aisle seat. Mm-hmm. It, because, like, dude... I, I like sitting by the window, mm-hmm. but I know it's a hassle for people. It's like you got to wake them up. And... Yeah, and especially if you – yeah, whenever you're going out the aisle. I uh, Whenever I fly, I stay up all night, so that way as soon as I get on the plane, I just crash. Mm-hmm. You know, so that way I don't – I, like, literally, like, wake up at landing. And that's the that's the best way to do it, if you can do it that way, you yeah. know. I like to take some melatonin, like some sleepy tea. Yeah. Because yeah. it's just like those seats are so small. It's like be, sitting in a shoebox. It's like they try to make so it so small. uncomfortable. It's like I don't know. They could have. They could have built it like slightly different. Speaking de- of stressed out, that's what stresses. You know, oh, yeah. it depends on where I'm going. Really? Like if I'm like if I'm going on vacation, it's hard oh, yeah. for me to sleep. Oh, like if you're going to Vegas, yeah. I get excited about like touching down in Vegas at night. You see all the lights. Like, oh, yeah. I've never flown to Vegas, dude. Spirit, I'm just, I'm not spirit. Cool. Like, spirit. Uh, no, spirit sucks. Sorry, Virgin. Virgin? Virgin, mm-hmm. they they have nice airplanes, dude. Mm-hmm. I always go southwest, like almost without I can't, fail. I, I, can't do, do I can't do southwest. Why? Um, they don't have TVs, bro. How about United? Oh, <laughs> I'm a member of American Airlines, so that's who I normally fly with. Yeah, I, I've done point. American a few times, but it's mostly southwest usually. They have some I hate southwest. I, I like Virgin and southwest. Virgin. Yeah. Virgin, American uh, JetBlue is cool. Canada has a great one called WestJet. 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 Never been on. They're the best. They should just make the seats bigger. When I used to live in right. Chicago and I'd go back to Southern Illinois, um, they I would always take the Amtrak, and those seats were so spacious and right. so big. And I don't know why they can't do the same thing with airplanes. When you fly, shirts. you gotta buy the poor man's first class, the Dude. seat right behind first class, so you have all the leg room. Ah, yeah. smart yeah. life hacks, guys. Life hacks. Life but, hacks. But see, the thing was, like, I like to sleep and I like to, like, lay back and put the feet up. So if it's too much leg room, then I can't do that at all. Yeah. You know? I'd rather... It depends how you like to sit or sleep. I like to sleep. I do like to sleep on the other seat like this. Like, I like to sleep. Anybody? Oh, yeah, anybody do that? Just yeah, I, do the I pull out the tray and just lay my head on that dirty oh, ass I've tray. Done, I've done that too. Go to time out. Uh-huh. Yeah. I bring I, like one of those what are they called the snuggie the the arm uh-huh. like yeah. the arms the backwards on, robe yeah I put on, <laughs> exactly I put on the slippers like no joke I just get real comfy get real cozy. comfortable yeah and I have the little neck pillow well it's when you're open. so tired you can just fall asleep easily that's why the stand up all night thing goes because it's like flying doesn't make me nervous but the turbulence sometimes it's like you get that turbulence and you start repenting you're like God I'm sorry for this and everything if I have to die <laughs> you know what I mean tonight yeah I hate the turbulence where it's like you feel like you're falling for like two, three seconds. Yeah. I can't with that. That makes me. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No. Oh, yeah. No need to be alarmed, people. We just hit a cold air pocket. 
Yeah. <laughs> I know. It's like, come on, guys, there's going to be some turbulence, and they try to say it while they're calm, but they don't exactly mm-hmm. say what's going to be happening, and then mm-hmm. you can just tell everybody's nervous. I always look to the guy who's reading his book, and if he looks up from reading his book, I'm like, oh, shit, we're in trouble. But if he's still, like, reading his John Grisham book, I'm like, okay, everything's fine. <laughs> say, okay. Like, That's the flight book is John Grisham. Okay. Like, you know, there's always that person reading, like, that old, like, old person's novel. Well, don't they sell those in the stores? Like, they little, sell them at the airport, yeah, those yeah. bullshit <laughs> novels. Little airport store. Yeah, for, like, probably, like, only 89 bucks for, you know, like, a 200-page book. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Everything's overpriced. Yeah, it's, like, a apocalyptic price. It's, like, a, a bottle of water. is like, we're living in Mad Max, you know, territory. Right, right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well... You guys, it has been fun talking to you. We're about to go ahead and wrap up this episode. Tune in next week. We'll have another great episode to you. And we got to get the email set up so you guys can email us Mm -hmm. any questions or concerns. Um, I actually set it up. Oh, we got the email set up. Stressedoutpodcast at gmail.com. There we go. There we go. So, guys, if you have questions, feedback, you know. Or any crushes. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Are we going to set up, like, an Instagram? Yeah, we're going to get it all. We're going to have it all set up for people. So, yeah, we'll work on the Instagram. All right, you guys have a great evening. All right, guys. Mm -hmm. David, do you want to lead us out with uh, the stressed out saying? Yeah. Sweet. Go ahead, Matt. You take it all. All right, guys. While we have this smooth jazz playing, just picture us all laying in a jacuzzi with smoke emanating. This has been the Stressed Out Podcast. Yeah.